Hey, everybody, this is Heidi St. John. Thanks for tuning in today. You guys have found me at my little corner of the internet. Today is Tuesday, September 21st, and today I am really excited. I have a brand new friend on the show with me today. Blogger Katie Scott is here, and we are going to talk specifically to the overwhelmed mom. So if you're overwhelmed, we've got a treat for you. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. Are you weary? I hear that word everywhere I go these days. People are weary from the pandemic, weary from what's happening in our schools, weary from what's happening in our state capital, and perhaps most of all, people are weary from the feckless leadership in Washington, D.C. But I've got good news for you guys. My name is Heidi St. John, and I'm running for Congress in Washington's 3rd Congressional District. I need your support so I can be your voice in Washington, D.C., and together we can bring sanity and hope back to this weary land. To join my team, please visit me online, HeidiStJohnForCongress.com. I'm glad you guys have joined me today. Lots of stuff happening in my life, as you are well aware. Uh, I wanted to say thank you to those of you who continue to leave reviews for the show over at iTunes and over at Amazon, any place that my books are sold. I say it a lot, and I kind of feel like I'm a broken record, so I'm going to say it again sort of quietly. Please leave reviews for the show. Hope that helps. Uh, it really does help us get this uh, podcast out. We're coming up on 10 million downloads for uh, the last couple of months. So we really appreciate you guys getting the word out and just telling people that we're here and um, hopefully they can come and learn how they can get off the bench and onto the battlefield and really be encouraged in what the Lord is doing. I have a lot of things coming up on my schedule this week. I'm going to be at the Council for National Policy in Colorado in just a couple of days. Also, I'm going to be speaking in Oklahoma. I'm doing a little bit of an Oklahoma blitz. And so I'd love for you guys to come on out. Those instructions and how you can find me, I'm going to be partnering with my friend, Andrew Pudawa from the Institute for Excellence in Writing. And we're going to be doing really a lot of homeschool how-to, just really encouraging you off the bench and onto the battlefield in lots of different arenas. You guys know that I jumped with both feet into out of the frying pan of homeschooling and into the fire of politics, and uh, that has really been challenging for me. You guys can find that, and you can support my run for Congress. We really need your financial support at HeidiStJohnForCongress.com. All right, without further ado, I wanted to introduce a brand new friend that I made. You guys heard my story of finishing my book for Tyndale. And uh, I was so blessed by the women, lots of women who came along and really helped me to finish that well. And Katie was one of the ones that came along and offered to uh, to help. And I was so I was so tickled. I was like, "Is there anything I can do for you? I'd love to have you on the show." Uh, because I looked her up, and she has a really wonderful ministry to moms who feel overwhelmed. And I know a lot of you are feeling that way right now. I know a lot of you are brand spanking new at homeschooling, and so you feel overwhelmed by that. Um, and I think uh, Katie's message is really one that we need right now because it's it's not just getting away from that overwhelmed feeling. It's being able to function in the day-to-day uh, with joy and intention. So Katie, I'm very thankful that you're here. Welcome to the show. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here, Heidi. So you and I met sort of haphazardly, yeah? Yeah, we did. <laughs> it was a whirlwind. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, it's kind of, it's been fun for me to see because the blogosphere is actually very big. I mean, I started yes. blogging 20 some odd years ago and moved really into more of the podcast sphere about eight years ago, started doing something a little bit differently. But I think it's a lot of fun to see 
moms supporting other moms and people coming alongside, uh, you know, when we need them. And really that's what you did for me. So I'm excited. I'm excited for it. I'm excited for that book to come out. That was a year and a half project. I'll tell you Mm -hmm. what right now. (laughs) Uh, and just to be able to introduce you now to my audience, which really is a treat for me. So tell our listeners a little bit about who you are and your family and why you started this crazy thing called blogging. Sure. Yeah. So my name is Katie Scott and I'm from Indiana. Um, I live there with my husband, Nate, who's a worship pastor. And then we have three kids. They're seven, five, and four. Um, So we're pretty fast and furious into this um, time and this season of raising little ones. And I've actually, I was one of those girls that like blogged about um, for a long time about just like what I was eating, what I was doing, like things my mom only cared about. Um, But then when my kids, um, I had this season in my life where um, I was actually pregnant with my youngest. It was a total surprise pregnancy. Um, And my second was only eight months old when I found out we were expecting him. Oh my goodness. Yes. It was a shock. (laughs) That is a shock. Yeah. Yeah. To say the least. And I was, I mean, at the end of myself, I had a really hard pregnancy. I had gestational diabetes. And I also like, I remember praying in that season, like, God, please, please, um, help my youngest baby who is going to be my middle child, help him to learn how to walk and help me to get my oldest potty trained. Like I was like, I don't know if I can do a newborn, if I still have a non-walking toddler (laughs) and a three-year-old that is not potty trained yet. Um, so it was really an interesting season in my life in that time. Um, and God thankfully answered that very specific request. But, um, in that season, that summer, right before I had my youngest was doing a Bible study with someone at my church. And, um, the Bible study asked us to like journal about words that we use to define ourselves, like labels and roles that others had put on me, or maybe that I had put on myself. And I had so many labels, like I was a mom, a wife, a sister, a friend, like a leader in my church, um, the responsible one, you know, the smart one, the burden carrier, like the person that just did it, like the workhorse, you know, and they were all a part of me. And the study really challenged us to let go of some of those labels, but to choose a word that I would like to redefine as my word, my label, a new word for this new season of life. And I knew instantly, like in that meeting, I was like, oh, I know what word I want. And I wanted vibrance. It was this label that I just so desperately wanted. I was like, that's what I want. I want to feel vibrant. Like it's just this beautiful and intentional and joyful, like idea that kind of captured my mind at that point. But I was spent I was tired. I was super pregnant, right? So I was just living that life with like spit up on my shirt and leggings and oversized t-shirt and, you know, your three-day dry shampoo hair up in a messy bun. I love love dry shampoo. (laughs) Don't knock it, man. Right? No. Um, (laughs) But I was exhausted, like spiritually, emotionally, physically. And I just couldn't even hardly picture that vibrant version of myself. Um, But I really wanted it. And I knew um, that at that point... I was kind of a hot, anxious mess with this new baby on the horizon. And my husband had a lot of pressure at work and it just didn't feel like anything was going to change anytime soon. And as a matter of fact, I really felt like I was gearing up for the hardest season of my life. And I think that we feel that a lot in our own lives, like this discongruence between what we are currently experiencing and the life that we want for ourselves and what Jesus even promises in scripture, like I knew John 10, 10, where it says a thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy, but I have come that they may have life and have it in abundance. And that's what I really wanted, but I just wasn't sure how it was going to happen, you know, in the regular 
overwhelming crush of life. So kind of fade to black. Um, I have my third baby. That's a whole nother story. But um, about a month or so after I had him, I was sitting in the living room with my little kids and they were watching this little show. Um, and I had this little green alien who loved art and he did all these art um, projects. And so I was just kind of taking a second there, you know, with my eyes closed and uh, pumping supplies are everywhere, like <laughs> dirty diapers, you know, it's just the whole kind of that fourth trimester life. And, but we were all okay, you know, and we weren't vibrant. I knew that I wasn't feeling that abundant life, but we were surviving and that felt like enough at the moment. And then on the show, this little blue alien on the show chirped, that lights me up. And I opened up my eyes and he was, you know, taking him on a little adventure about ponchalism or learning something really creative, like far more than I learned from Power Rangers as a kid. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he just said, wow, that painting really lights me up. And I kind of sat up a little and I was like, when was the last time I felt anything like that? Yeah. I really, I love my kids. Like I love my husband. Like I love the Lord, but I was just overwhelmed and exhausted. I long for that vibrance and that abundance. But hearing those words, that lights me up, coming out of that little alien's mouth struck a nerve with me. Like, could it be so simple? I couldn't change everything, you know, about my circumstances, about what was going on. I couldn't magically gain a ton of energy or answers to those questions, but I could do one thing a day that lit me up. And so that really started me on this journey. And I began to blog about it as well. Like things that lit me up, that brought me joy, that made me feel alive. And some of those things were just like, you know, the hot cups of coffee, like the painted um, fingernails, like just kind of those, um, you know, things that are stress relief. And those are all well and good. But what I noticed the most that lit me up like nothing else was time spent at the feet of Jesus. And that really, from that, like finding out what lights me up really became just my passion to speak to women about growing their faith, about finding more joy and about leading into the purpose, the reason that God has made them. And so I just really began to feel that in my bones and my body for a while, you know, you have to kind of live through it. And then really began talking about it on my blog and I, I can't stop talking about it um, because this, this promise that God said that you can have this abundant life that's overflowing and, over, and joyful and purposeful and just full of the fruit of the spirit, you know, it's not a pipe dream. And I think it can feel like that, that when we're in, you know, the middle of the mess. Um, and so I just love to challenge women to look for those little moments both moments where they can connect with God, but they can create joy in their families and really live out the purpose that God has called them to, even if that's just the ground between their two feet. Yeah. I think a lot of us, you know, just because of what's happening in the world right now, and, you know, one of the things that I have done forever, you know, here at the show is just be honest. I think you, I think it's okay to be honest when mm -hmm. we're struggling, when things are hard and things are very hard right now. There are a lot of people who are listening to this whose husbands are, or maybe they are losing their jobs because they won't, uh, they don't want to take an experimental vaccine, or maybe there's people who have just pulled their kids out of school and their head is spinning. And I, one of the things that, uh, I was really, I thought was so, uh, so, um, I guess applicable to what we're happening right now is you've got, you have a blog post called how to get out of a funk and get happy. And I was like, that's mm -hmm. what I need. I need to get, <laughs> I need to get out of a funk right now. Cause the truth of the matter is a lot of us are feeling like I just don't even, I, I don't even know. So I want to kind of go there for just a minute to the, for the moms who are feeling overwhelmed 
and they're just trying to figure out how can I get out of this mess that I'm in, this feeling like I'm having a hard time getting up in the morning, you know, and a hard time, you know, for me, I, I find uh, joy in routine. And mm-hmm. so, and I like to have routine for my family. And I know that if I can just set my alarm and get my, get my myself out of bed in the morning and spend a little bit of time with the Lord before I'm uh, hit up with all the kids and all the things that they need, that that really helps. But what are some of the ways that you have found have helped you uh, get out of funk? Yeah, definitely. So I feel like for me, the biggest, the biggest way we get out of it is that time with the Lord and whatever that looks like. Like, I think that I have sometimes in my head, like this perfect, um, quiet time that it's really peaceful and the house is quiet and I have a cozy blanket and a candle and coffee and like this really just deep, meaningful 30, 35 minutes with the Lord. And sometimes it's just, I'm going to listen to a podcast or I'm going to sing a worship song. I'm just going to do something that reconnects my heart to the father. Um, even if that's just like those desperate prayers of like, God, help me get through this. Right. Like Jesus, Jesus, help me. Jesus be here, be here in this moment with me. And I think though that is the first step, I think, for a lot of us. And then, like you said, those rhythms and routines, I have um, this great Vibrant Mom Starter Guide is what I call it. And I have like my top three things that I'm like, if you will just start your day with these, this will be your first step out of the overwhelm and into this vibrant and abundant life. Um, really just looking at like, what's a little thing that I can tackle? You know, what's one, one next right thing for me to Make your bed. Yeah. Make your bed. I mean, it can be as simple as that. Your mom was right when she told (laughs) you to make your bed. (laughs) Yes. Opening up your blinds is a big one for me, especially like I am a seasonal effective. I struggle with that. Oh, me too. I'm like opening the blinds. We're running the essential oils. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, just the things that even like, I mean, I feel like as moms, sometimes we think like basic, um, basic care, like taking a shower every day is like something special. Like, no, you, you deserve to take a shower every day right? Um, and get yourself fully dressed and ready for your day. You, you wouldn't expect even your kids like to perform as well in their jammies all day, um, with their schoolwork or whatever they're doing. Then as when we're, Hey, we're up, we're dressed, we're ready for our day. You know, our teeth are brushed. <laughs> we're, we're ready for this. And I think that those, um, little habits and rhythms, which we don't have to be rigid about. We can embrace them like as moments of grace and see them as like, I'm going to give this as a gift to myself. Um, you know, one of the biggest gifts I sell, I give myself that's super practical is I try to start and finish like a load of laundry each day. Hallelujah. That's a gift to myself. Like it, as I'm folding them, I'm like, this is a gift to myself. This is a gift to myself. This is a gift to myself <laughs> that I don't have to be up at 7am rooting around in a laundry basket to find matching socks or clean underwear for the kids. Cause they don't have it in their drawers. It's all stacked on the laundry. Um, but those are just like the little things. And even, um, you know, stopping and sometimes I'll set an alarm to like pray for my husband. Like, cause sometimes when you're overwhelmed, your marriage is the thing that goes on the back burner first. Um, And we just get so busy in that doing, doing, doing. And especially, I mean, I know we have young kids. And so I feel like a lot of times we're co-parenting, co-parenting, co-parenting. And then we're kind of just falling back exhausted. But just setting alarm to be like, I'm going to pray for my husband. um, Or I'm going to shoot my husband an encouraging text and just notice something positive that he's done and that I'm thankful for. And I think that's a big part, too, of, of this finding this joy in these little moments is what can I be thankful for? So maybe so true setting yourself up with a rhythm. Like I'm going to write down three things a day that I'm thankful for. And, you know, I'm going to write two things that are going to be just what I'm thankful for my spouse about. Yeah. Um, it's and that, good. Yeah. That'll change your marriage because it shifts your mindset into that 
serving mindset, that joyful mindset, that purposeful, that abundant life that Jesus calls us to. I thought it was interesting that you said, hey, I'm going to get something in the diffuser. I have talked about this a million times over the years at my at my podcast. Uh, the smells that are around you can affect your mood. If you've ever walked into a, a room and everything smells like, you know, gingerbread at Christmas time or mm-hmm. my grandmother long time ago uh, when I was new married, newly married, my, my grandmother said, you know, Heidi, if you just if you've had a really if it's been a rough day. And you just feel like you didn't get anything done because you didn't, because the baby barfed on you 17 times and because whatever, you know, all the things that happened. Uh, She said, just put a carrot and an onion in some water on the stove. And I'm telling you what, the smell, you know, your Mm -hmm. husband will come home and be like, dang, there's pot roast. No, that's, that's just an onion. But what her point was, and she was so funny. I mean, my grandma knew a thing or two. And she, she said, you know, these, the smell really does affect your mood. And I think essential oils are huge. Stick them in a booster or I mean, in a, in a, in a diffuser to boost your mood. But what are some of your favorites? Cause there's a lot of oily mamas listening to this right now. who are like, Ooh, what does she put in her diffuser? Mm. Um, so I mostly have, can I say a name of a product? <laughs> I you probably have- can. Okay. I mostly have young living oils. So I use joy with purification as like my go-to mixture. Cause it's like clean, but happy. So like yeah. I'm putting that clean smell out in my house. And I also yeah. like, I have thought like I'm training my husband that he smells the smell and he thinks I cleaned. Maybe I didn't, Allah. <laughs> but the smell <laughs> is associated with clean and happy. Yeah. <laughs> so You're that's totally what right. I do a lot. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Cause um, you and I haven't really ever talked before, but I am a huge uh, young living girl and we have a massive team that Melissa helps me uh, lead. And so, cause uh, it was essential oils that really helped get me over um, a really very severe PTSD. And so I wow. have, I'm a huge fan of, of essential oils. And I always tell the moms, listen, there's a million different things you can do with it, but start with sticking it in your diffuser. You know, if I need to wake up, I'll put peppermint in it when the kids are, mm-hmm. you know, when the kids are doing their homework or whatever it is. And it really, it really does help. But I think it's the simple things. I love that you started out your little list with telling moms, you know, make your bed. It's the, it's the small things that help you say, you know what, I can actually do that next thing. Um, and maybe not overwhelming yourself with your list even, you know, it's yeah. like, don't put in, don't put so many things don't on your 25 list. 25 things on your list. No, that's not, not going to make put... you feel good. <laughs> <laughs> no. And I think it's just, it's important that we're honest with each other and just finding that, that, um, person that we can say, Hey, I'm having a hard time. Is there something you know, do you have something for me? Can you bring over a mocha with extra mm-hmm. whip? You know, whatever, yeah. uh, whatever it is that needs to happen at the moment. You have um, that starter guide. I want to um, end the show by really telling people how they can find you. You've got the the Vibrant Mom Starter Guide. Where can people find that online? Um, you can find my, that on my website, www.chasingvibrance.com. Just vibrant-starter, Vibrant Mom Starter Guide. Just dashes between all of those. Well, and if you go to chasingvibrance.com, right at the very top, uh, it says overwhelmed as a mom, get the free vibrant mom starter guide and you can, you can, uh, stick your email and it's free, right? People need to know that it's free. Yep. Absolutely free. It's my gift to you. Like my best tips for getting started with that. And then I'm on social media and all the places at chasing vibrance on Instagram, on Facebook, and I would love to connect with you. Awesome. It has really been a whole heck of a lot of fun to have you here. And I've just appreciated your heart for moms because it really does come across. And uh, I want to just thank you so much, Katie Scott. It's been a joy to have you. Thank you so much, Heidi.
For more information on Katie and her ministry to moms, go to ChasingVibrance.com. I will link back to all things Katie Scott in the show notes today. And as always, if you have a question for me, go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash mailbox Monday. Have a great day, everybody. And I will see you back here tomorrow at the intersection of faith and culture. For more encouragement, visit me online at MomStrongInternational.com.